0: Welcome to another episode of Pregnant Then Screwed American Style. This is your host, Jack Tuckner, employee rights lawyer, women's rights lawyer, and I want to talk with you today about maternity leave, maternity leave, maternity leave, maternity leave. I get this question all the time, am I entitled to maternity leave? And the reason people ask it is there are companies still that tell their employees, well, sorry, you're not entitled to maternity leave, but it's all wrong. You're entitled to maternity leave when your baby's born, and let me explain why. Pretty simple math. When a company says, oh, well, you're not entitled to maternity leave, what they're often doing, and some of them don't, it's not that they're necessarily trying to pull the wool over your eyes, it's that they don't know any better either what they're referring to is the Family and Medical Leave Act this federal law provides 12 weeks of unpaid leave to for a lot of different reasons but one of them is for the adoption or birth of a child and the prerequisite for that FMLA protected leave for maternity is that you have worked for the company for at least one year and that the company has at least 50 employees, five zero. So there are, of course, many people who work for employers with less than 50 employees and your baby may be due to be born before you work for the company you're working for for at least one year. But that's not the entire show. So if you are eligible for FMLA leave for those reasons, 50 employees and you've worked for at least a year. Terrific. And then you know that you're entitled to 12 weeks, again, at least wherever you work in the United States, 12 weeks of unpaid leave, but at least it's protected and you know your job will be waiting for you. But if you don't meet those qualifications, then there's another level to this. If, under federal law, you work for an employer with at least 15 employees, 1-5, not 5-0, 15, then you're covered by all the discrimination laws, the federal discrimination laws, including the Pregnancy Discrimination Act, including laws that protect against differential treatment based on sex, and laws that prohibit discrimination based on disability. So guess what? When your baby is born when your water breaks when you're out for maternity leave you are disabled for a certain period of time and if you have a cesarean section you're disabled for a longer period of time but either way as a general general rule you will be entitled to 8 to 12 weeks of leave to recover and to bond with your child <clears throat> pardon me So if, and if they don't provide that to you, your company, maternity leave, once your baby is born, it's sex, pregnancy and disability discrimination. And again, why? To put a finer point on it, if another employee had a heart attack, God is forbid, or was otherwise injured or is ill, that employee with that employee's non-pregnant-based impairment or disability is, of course, entitled to time away from work to recover and convalesce. Otherwise, it would be clearly disability discrimination under federal law, excuse me, under the Americans with Disabilities Act. So, you can't be treated any differently with respect to your pregnancy and your required postpartum leave just because you're female. That's sex-based discrimination, pregnancy discrimination, disability discrimination, etc. So now if you work for a feder- an employer with at least 15 employees, we know you're covered and are eligible for maternity leave that your employer must provide for you. If you work for an employer with less than 15 employees, many, if not most states, have individual state laws that require less employees for coverage, for discrimination issues, including sex-based maternity leave. So for example, in New York and Connecticut, where I happen to be licensed to practice law every employee is covered meaning you have you can work for a company where you're the only employee and they're still required to provide maternity leave and the maternity leave is paid not fully paid i'm pardon me not fully paid but a substantial portion Of your salary. It's capped at the statewide average weekly wage, but it's still a substantial amount and it's certainly far better than nothing, as federal law still provides. And again, everyone's entitled to it. So if you work in New York or Connecticut, you're entitled to paid maternity leave. If you work in New Jersey, you're entitled to paid maternity leave as well, and you're certainly entitled to maternity leave, no matter what, but you're entitled to paid maternity leave, generous paid maternity leave in New Jersey, but your employer must employ 30 plus employees, 30 employees or more to be eligible for the pay aspect of that leave. So the upshot is wherever you work, wherever you work, you're entitled to maternity leave when your baby is born otherwise you're being treated differently than your comparator male who works near you who might needed who may have needed a month off because he broke his leg in a hunting accident or playing basketball right so you're entitled to a certain amount of leave to recover from childbirth call it maternity leave call it disability leave But it's a protected leave that you are entitled to and, of course, you should be entitled to. It's bad enough that the United States lags in last place behind every other industrialized nation on the planet in terms of paid maternity leave to working women who have children and want to balance their professional careers with their family life. In Finland, for example, a law was just passed that provides seven months of fully paid leave to each partner in the marriage. So therefore, 14 months of leave is now now provided to couples who have a baby and that's the civilized way it should be here in the United States. And by the way, if you work in New York City, not only are you entitled to paid maternity leave, but you're also entitled to all kinds of flexibility and reasonable accommodations during your pregnancy by virtue of New York City's very progressive Pregnant Workers' Fairness Law, which we have been trying to get legislated on a federal level for many years, and those laws are blocked by you-know-which-party. But in New York City, we have that law so you're entitled to full flexibility during your pregnancy why not because of a pregnancy related medical condition necessarily not because of morning sickness not because of a high-risk pregnancy why are you entitled to it just because you're expecting that's right your company in new york city has to treat you as if they would probably treat their own relative who is pregnant and say don't lift that, it's too heavy, do you need a glass of water, sit down, of course you could eat at your desk, of course you need time to go to OBGYN appointments, etc. That's what New York's liberal statute says. So the upshot of today's pretty brief topic on maternity leave, which is a topic very close to my heart, I the majority of my cases are pregnancy discrimination cases. And I hope this has been helpful. Share it with someone who may need to hear this. And just know that you are entitled to maternity leave. And one other tip: when your baby's born. And one other pro tip is once you're ready to announce your pregnancy. Clearly, if you're not ready, it's your you're six weeks pregnant, and you know you're not don't want to share it with everyone yet until the pregnancy has been you know deemed rock solid typically at the begin very beginning of your second trimester but that's a decision of course it's up to you notify your employer as soon as you're ready to announce it to your parents notify your employer immediately even before you're showing and make sure you notify your employer in writing be a friendly little email to benefits or to HR just saying congratulate me I'm pregnant I'm expecting on such and such a date and I'm just writing to find out the company's maternity leave policies blah 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 this way you will have written proof that you've notified the company of your pregnancy which is a protected status as a woman it's a protected status based on disability, and in and of itself, pregnancy is a protected status. So you're letting them know just in case there's backlash or someone says something to you, you're treated differently during your pregnancy, which happens all the time, you're considered now to be a little bit less capable, et cetera, et cetera. A lot of sexist reasoning and why Companies start to treat pregnant women already, you know, as if they're already out on maternity leave. And that is discriminatory. That is illegal. So if the terms and conditions of your employment are in any way different or degraded once you notify your employer of your pregnancy, that's also illegal. And you would want to put those grievances and questions and concerns in writing as well just so you'll have a paper trail of what's going on. And to sum it all up, at the end of your pregnancy, when you're ready for the joyous occasion of your baby's birth, you are definitely entitled to a protected period of leave where your job must be saved for you to come back to when you're ready to return to work. I hope this was helpful. Again, this is Jack Tuckner, employment lawyer based in New York City. The law firm is Tuckner, Sipser, Weinstock and Sipser, LLP. I'm happy to entertain any particular questions you have about your pregnancy or a loved one's pregnancy um, to help you navigate these challenging times at work as they often become. Until next time, Jack Tuckner signing off.